I want to call this episode the first 48. Oh, Lord, why? Because <laughs> I can go to the washroom and wash my hands responsibly in 48 seconds. But what can you do? I can make a man unlike me. <laughs> OMGs and emojis. <laughs> y'all it's onika and jr and you are dishing with dainty dish how you doing jr i'm doing well how are you i'm doing all right i mean we talked about that 48 second situation (laughs) that i had the other day at the beginning of the show yeah no no actually it was at the end of the recording of the last the last episode so i basically had an opportunity to like a guy on one of my my websites, my dating apps. Yeah, you he were, liked me. So the episode was about cell phones, and you were <laughs> as soon as we stopped recording, I went to the washroom, and you picked up your cell phone. I picked up my cell phone, just to be clear. And I checked my OK Cupid, and there was a guy on there that I knew from three years ago, and we had kind of a little office thing, like a little flirtation, and he liked me, so I liked him back. <laughs> but we also had had a glass of, or two of wine last week, which is my kryptonite. So who uh, had wine last week? I had wine. Oh, remember I had two glasses. Okay, before I was we like, started. I was like, look at what I'm like, I, didn't have I wanted wine to loosen week. up a little bit, oh but God, apparently wine, it made okay. my lips a little too loose. So I messaged him, OMG name. Um, I'm so shocked. Emoji face. How are you? And this person is a very intelligent person, so I don't think he appreciated my OMGs and my emojis. So he promptly unliked me. 48 seconds it took. Oh, my goodness. That yeah. was that was hilarious. Like, and the only because we timed it. You timed yeah, I, it. I did a reenactment. <laughs> you did a, we had to do an autopsy. <laughs> we had to do an autopsy of the situation. I did a reenactment to figure out how long. Because I couldn't understand. I went in there. And you started, there was like a blood curdling scream. I was excited. And I, I didn't understand. I didn't know if I should just run outside and pee on the floor or just finish what I was, what I was doing. Well, I'm glad you didn't pee on my floor. Well, I'm happy I didn't pee on your floor either because I would have had but to But I almost it. wish you would have. You would have come out of here and stopped me from doing something stupid. Now my underst- match is gone. I don't understand how you, you, it was, I, I, I walked not even 20 feet. I don't know how it happened, man. I just all of a sudden became a 16-year-old schoolgirl, and I used OMG, and I used emojis, I think maybe more than once, which I'm only confessing to you now because it was already too much to begin with. Like, I don't know what to say, but that's been my week, and every night I go to bed, I'm just like, damn it. Like, it just comes out of my mouth right before I fall asleep. Damn it, missed a good one. I don't, that was that was too funny. I, I I don't even know how to explain it. It was priceless. But I think. Go ahead. You know I'm not a techie person, so the next morning, because he did, he deleted me. He must have deleted me the night before. But the next morning, the message was still up. So I typed something funny to him, and then it just poof, it disappeared. So I assumed something was wrong with the app. 
right? I thought something was wrong with the app. So I, I contacted support and I said, there's this really great match that I lost somehow and I'd like some help getting it back. No, you didn't. I did. Oh I my did. Gosh. I, I contacted support. They haven't responded yet because they must you, get a lot of this. You so. contact. I thought oh there was goodness. a glitch in the system. You contacted support. Not realizing Honestly, I, I would love to be in that support office right now because system. I would have, I, even if the office was green, I would have printed that out on a piece of paper and stuck it on my desk. That was that, that you, you, you honestly, <laughs> I'm just, I can laugh at myself and that's probably one of my most endearing qualities. I can sit back now, you know, he, the guy didn't break my heart. It was one missed connection. Uh, but it was pretty funny. It yeah, was pretty it funny. Was so hilarious. 48 seconds, I could kill a relationship, guys. Oh what's, your records? <laughs> but, um, what's your records? What's your records? What's your record? I beat out Britney Spears. I she she took a day. I took 48 seconds. Um, but how are how are you doing? What has been going? <laughs> like obviously, nothing as interesting as my dating life has been going on with you. But Absolutely. what have you been up to? Uh, <laughs> oh, I just finished. Um, Guerrilla marketing. I don't know. I just want to read a marketing book. Okay. So I did that. Um, but uh, nothing really. I'm. I got a new contract, so I'm doing some new stuff, and Good that's stuff. cool. You know, Bringing money that bag in the in. bank. Money in the bank. That's all it's about right now. It's about that bag. Yeah, about the bag. And but I am. I'm. I'm going back to school again. Of course, I know you love school. Yeah, again, new semester, new new topic. Uh, I'm going to clown class. You want a clown college, eh? Yeah, I'm going to clown school. I'm taking a I'm taking a clown class. Yeah. So tell me what this class is about. <laughs> um, it's just about uh, you know, becoming comfortable with yourself and you know, body movements and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff and being a clown. Not really being a clown, but you know, um. Maybe facing some fears and anxieties. Exactly. That's that's pretty much what it is facing fears and anxieties. I mean, it's uh, uh, yeah. I mean, pretty much facing fears and anxieties. That's kind of one of the reasons why I'm taking it. Um, just to kind of, it's a nice uh compliment to my public speaking class. I, mm-hmm. I think so. I'm gonna. I think I'm, I mean, I've what well, was there last uh, last week for the first class. So that was pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm excited to go. I mean, we even get a, a nose at one point, the red one. Oh, you get a red nose. That's yeah. adorable. Yeah, at some point. That's adorable. Yeah, so I'm I'm super excited for that. But yeah, that's that's all I got for for me. I'm just you know, head yeah. down, keeping it busy. Well, speaking of fears and anxiety, I thought we dish on that today. I had a pretty interesting session with my therapist the other day, and it kind of bought it up for me again. Anxiety. Yeah, I actually, you know, part of my diagnosis is generalized anxiety disorder. It's something, you know, I have medication for. I don't often take it, though. Like, I don't um, know, like, that That sounds to me like it's made up. I mean, a lot of psychological illnesses sound kind of made up to a lot of people. But it's it's just like anxiety is just, I think it's just a lot of uncertainty. And some people feel it to a level that it hampers them from living their lives, like either thriving or surviving in life. I don't think my anxiety is that bad. I mean, I've been suffering with anxiety since I was a teenager. I know where it stems from. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of it stems from um, my sexual assault when I was 14 and um, other things that happened in my childhood. And I've, I've always just been an anxious person, like always on alert, always on guard, you know, so... 
I don't know. Anxiety for me is just one of those things where I feel like I have to learn to overcome mm-hmm. a lot of the things that cause fear and anxiety. I don't know. I'm I'm one of those people that's like, what's the worst that could happen? And then go from there. Deal with it. A lot of things I I don't know. I had anxiety about, you know, failing at being married. I got anxiety about that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it failed. And I'm what's still the worst here. That what's, what's the worst that could happen? I'm, it failed. I'm here. Like, I'm happy. <laughs> I, hate to, I hate to, you know, use his line, but like, no ha- good marriage ends in divorce. And that was, that's true. That's that Louis C.K. line. But, you know. Yeah, I uh, know. A little. Uh, he had you know, gems. He had, he had, he had gems. some gems. You he know. had some bars. Get some money. Uh, that's your line. Um, <laughs> oh, I took that from Joe Budden. I'm not gonna. Lie. Oh, you took that yeah, from Joe. Straight. That's straight. Straight Joe from Joe B. That's straight from Joe Budden. Uh, yeah, no, but mine's the what if fears. Mine's overactive imagination fears. Mm-hmm. Like I fear like, what if this then that? So, what if I disappoint my mother then? I end up failing myself. Like I, I, it's always a what if situation. You should, with you me. should be in it. You, should, you could write pro- computer programs. <laughs> yeah. It's always for me. It's always a what if, and it's always the worst case scenario, which for me, my worst case scenario is hospitalization. So a lot of my rabbit holes that I fall down when it comes to my anxiety always ends with a thump at the end, thinking about being hospitalized. Okay. You know, so that's that's a that's one kind of anxiety that I think that I have that I have to learn how to, you know, manage and, and deal with. So I was telling you, I was talking to my therapist and she had said to me that a lot of these anxieties that I have are simply just thoughts. Yeah, they're not facts. Yeah. And they're not based in any kind of reality. None. Which. When you hear it, it makes sense. But when you're in it, it's hard to remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's hard to remember that it's just your thoughts running wild. Yeah. It's taken me a while to just kind of hone that hone in that type of those types of feelings, I guess. Um, I don't really. I got really anxious at the end of my marriage. I was always anxious because I just, mm-hmm. it was like, I really don't want to be here. Like, I don't, like, I'm done. Like, I don't care. Your environment was like, making this, you this anxious. environment, like, I, just, I come home, I'm like, I'm at work and it's like, you know, high pressure and I like it. Like, I'm not, I didn't, I never not, didn't like my job. But then I want to come home and just relax and just kick it. And it's like, the, the, there's tension. It, I'm, I'm anxious it's when I'm at home. thick, it's palpable. Yeah, it's like, this person that's here with me is, making me sick you know like and it's it's i don't know it was really it's, it's just that's what that is an example of general anxiety though. I don't know. that that right there what you're talking about because there's phobias so like i have i'm claustrophobic i have a fear of heights don't oh remember what gosh. that's called what, what don't you have <laughs> like what don't like you're coming up you throwing like i got this no, i got this i got this i got that no i i don't like small spaces nobody likes small spaces yeah, so so. Say nobody. That's like, no so claustrophobia i think everybody has that yeah. one you know that's why never, jail cells are small never went to the top of the cn tower never planned to don't like heights but those are phobias 
then there's post-traumatic stress stuff that's different than what a general just everyday anxiety Mm -hmm. you know is and what you i think went through that that was general anxiety sure i guess i don't know i don't i don't have any definitions for it i mean i guess i just remember being anxious Mm-hmm. I mean, in in that in that time, but I mean, some people get anxious when their cell phone dies. Like I don't, I don't, you know, like it's like, true. But that's um, that's that's another Pavlovian situation. That's classical conditioning right there. That's conditioning. They're conditioned to freak out when their cell phone's at one percent. Yeah, or well, that whole fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. That that creates anxiety for people, though. I mean, I've met people that. Like the actual fear of missing out on something like drives them insane. Like they have to be in touch with everything. And it's like, why? They have to be on their social media. They have to be in contact with their friends. They need to know what's going on out there in the world. I mean, for some people, it's a positive thing, like wanting to learn things. But for others, like you said, it's just. They're so afraid of missing out that they're actually missing out. Missing on out. Life. Yeah. Like they're missing out. Missing out as like they you are, are fearing that. You know, thing. like. I don't know. I used to get I used to get anxious actually when i would out earlier in the in the marriage with my wife and she would play this the kardashian game and she'd be like i have to go on a date with my boyfriend and she'd be on the game and i'm like wait you're out with your husband right now mm. and i would just be and i would just kind of, i'd see my feel myself just getting like i wasn't getting angry but i was just getting like i want to get out of here like i'm just i don't feel like i want to be here like this is yeah it's um your breathing changes, everything yeah. changes. Your heart rate changes, everything changes when you're anxious. But yeah, and then I thought that you know, for a little while I was I was anxious about, or I got, I'm not even anxious, but I had some anxiety about being alone. Mm. And but that kind of came from being tripped out by other people, for me. That anxiety about being alone, um, was from people that were around me. They're like, well, you know, you're going for a divorce now, so you're gonna be you got you have to learn to be by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, I'm an only child. I've spent the majority Most of my life <laughs> by myself. By I'm so comfortable by myself. Like, I go to the movies by myself. I go to dinner by myself. Like, I've always done it. I still do it. I don't see the problem. Like, I'm totally fine being by myself. I sign up for classes. I go to those by myself. Like, you know, I'm. I'm I think what they're talking about, though, is in relation, like, relationship wise. I mean, I haven't been in a relationship in years. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to feel the anxiety around being, you know, alone versus being lonely. Like I was alone okay. for the last couple of years. I was alone and I was comfortable being alone. And then alone all of a sudden turned to lonely and my anxiety level just hit the roof. I started thinking about my future and what ifs, as I said <laughs> before, I'm 35. What if I don't find someone? What if I don't have kids? What if I I never really want to get married. I've seen what marriage does to people. But um, I, you know, what if I don't find a partner to like go through life with and share my joys with and which caused me to hop on to this online dating train that I'm currently now on. Don't get me started on that because I think that you're the problem on that. (laughs) That I'm firm on that one. You're firm. 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 You are the problem. What well, do tell? Because you're. You want me to be honest? Yes. Okay. I'll just give you from my perspective. I'm what thirty two, thirty three now. Yeah. Um. I'm meeting twenty five year olds that are. Oh my God, you're cute. I want to talk to you. Blah blah. blah. Right and. That means there's 25 year olds through 
How old are you now? 35. 35-year-olds that are available. And you're no longer a spring chicken. Oh, thank you. This oh. old hen, this old hen this, has a couple more chicks left in her. Don't worry. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not. I'm worried though a little I'm bit though. Say, you're right. No, I'm just saying like, like, let's be real. You're not 21. Like, I'm cousin, not 21 you're not, you're anymore. You're not cousin D. No, I'm not cousin D. You know, or you're not cousin A. You're not, you're not, you're not no, those two. No, I can't throw them types of thirst traps. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm like, you know, I'm, so, a, I'm old lady and that, so that makes me anxious. So you're, you're now being picky. You're like this guy, um, his eyebrows are too close together. Um, this guy, um, yeah, he's, I don't like that haircut. Um, this guy, um, he's got green eyes. I don't like green eyes. Um, this guy's got, listen, listen, listen. like, look at you. Like, listen, and, you know, listen. and, and like you all your friends are saying, read the profile. You have seen the images that I have seen. And, and there's, well, here's the thing. Like. If I I have to have faith that if I ever put my face on a on a on a on a um, on a dating app that I will get possibly a response. That's, I think that's I still that's think you're that's very that's, handsome. That's, that's, that's so how, that's, I can't even. I'm not even gonna feel sorry for you because you're I'm, still I'm a hella good looking kid. I don't feel I'm, I don't still, feel sorry for myself one bit. But I'm, look, but I'm just good, saying. Kid. I'm just saying that there's there's people that are gonna say things and like yo I was with someone that made make fun of me like that's what prepared me for this world like that's why i'm not i don't have anxiety about the way i look because i was with someone that kicked me when i was down i was at the very worst what's the worst that could happen that happened okay mm -hmm. let's move on so i don't know you should probably just like lighten up a bit and just give people a chance because i would hope that someone would give me a chance that's all like i'm, I'm looking at it from that perspective because you know what on paper if you don't look at my if you don't see my face on paper I'm a dime. You're still a dime. What are you talking about? I'm not even going to indulge I'm, I'm not, this conversation I'm not, with you. I'm, like, I'm not indulging let's, let's this. Move on, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, with your... So, you're you're anxious. I, I, I have always, as I said, from since I was a small child, been an anxious, worried child. I worry and I, I overthink. And I think that's a huge problem. With anxiety, that think you're over overthinking. But I don't think overthinking is a bad deal thing because I mean, people would tell me that I overthink, but a large majority, a large percentage of the time, my thoughts are in the ballpark, right or right. But they also veer towards the positive. You have to realize that, like when someone's overthinking and they're sp spinning themselves into a tornado of negativity, then that's where anxiety comes in. Like nobody feels anxious over happy thoughts. Like yeah, right. nobody feels that nobody feels anxiety when they're happy. It's when you're low, you're sad, you're depressed, you're and you the the anxiety comes from other emotions that are going on inside of you that you can't necessarily like you can't seem to control them. That's number one. And number two, you can't figure them all out. And that's where the racing thoughts come in. At least with me, that's where my racing thoughts come in. And that's where my anxiety comes from. You know, if there's a problem that I have that I feel that I can't solve, or I, I feel helpless and hopeless, you know, I, I tend to be like a hamster on a wheel, mm -hmm. like a hamster on a wheel, just spinning and spinning and spinning. And I haven't had, I've had a lot of bad, uh, they call them panic attacks. That's like anxiety attacks, um, in my time, but it's, I've learned to manage. I've mm -hmm. learned to manage with the support and help of others and not so much with, with medication as I, I used to have to. I've only been anxious recently. Well, not recently, but in the latter part of my, my life, 
Um, that also came with my, you know, my, my dad being sick and me being around, uh, a lot of families that were going through, you know, recovery in hospitals and, and, and in, in rehab facilities and just meeting those types of people and having conversations with them and realizing that a lot of people just in their old age, they kind of feel that they didn't spend enough time with their family doing the things they love. They spend too much time working, you know, so I started getting anxious at, wait, what am I, what goals am I, what, what do I have my goals messed up right now? You know, that kind of got me anxious, like, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to have this, you know, corporate career, wife, kids. I'm, I'm ambitious. I'm going in this direction. This is where I want to go and I'm going there. But then I see all these people that at the end of the at the end of the road, they're just unhappy. And that made me anxious and it kind of conflicted with my ambitions because I don't know. I think I'm a pretty ambitious guy. Well, yeah. So like, are you saying that perhaps having too much ambition might lead to the a road down a road of unhappiness instead of happiness? I think so. I, th- I think you need to make your goals clear, like you need to set a goal. And when you reach that goal walk away have an exit strategy like leave like i've got a goal for myself like and when I, when i reach that goal I'm, go- I'm done like i'm not i don't see the need to keep going and going and going and going and going i feel like ambition has been painted as a very ugly word especially when it comes to women and their ambitions um oh yeah women, you know, it's, women it, aren't yeah. allowed to yeah. be ambitious women are supposed to be passive not aggressive not ambitious not driven you know, so I consider myself a, a fairly ambitious person. It's been there's been bumps on the road. There's been a lot of challenges thrown in my direction, but I still haven't given up that ambitious spirit that I think that I was born with. Yeah. You know, I think ambition is something that you you do learn. You you learn from your family members, you learn from your parents and I had a mother that always said, put your mind to it. You could be anything and do anything you want to do and be anything yeah. you want to be. You know, she had to whisper it off to the side. Yeah. Because uh, yep. I had a father who said, you have to work twice as hard to get half yep. as yep. much. Yep. yep. But you know what? And Both keep your head low. Keep your head low because you don't want to cause too many waves. But you know what? Both of those, hearing both of those, because I had the same thing. Yeah. We're, they, we're of the same family. So they, I can imagine. They made me a better person because I know at times I need to keep my head down, mm-hmm. you know, and put my head down and just work, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's times where I'm going to be able to go after my dreams. And you know what? You can combine the two because because your dreams turn into goals once you put them down on paper. You know, once we said that we wanted to do this and we put it down on paper, it was no longer a dream. It was a goal. And our ambitions kind of like brought us here it's what's driving us it's what's keeping things going and the engine still moving because um i know your favorite saying oh hard work over talent every day every day hard work over talent. any day and every day any day every day i love it hard and work over talent. if you have ambition and you don't have talent you don't have resources you still have everything you need yeah oh yeah so ambition to me it can't be an ugly word It's a word that we have to just like take back and realize 
without ambition, you're just a person with potential that's not that's mediocre. Yeah, and like you're lazy. You're I mean, lazy. Like nobody's interested in mediocrity. Yeah. Like I mean, I don't want to sit at home every night watching TV. Or I haven't, Netflixing. I haven't watched Netflix in three months. The last time I watched it, I was here. I watched it last night, but I did work yesterday. <laughs> I did do work yesterday. But yeah, like I don't want to. I don't want to assign myself to a life of mediocrity. Uh, my mother used to say to me when I was a kid that um, she bought me up from Guyana because there's no opportunities there for me. And she knew that that country was too small for her child. Mm-hmm. Um, even then she knew, and I still don't know what I'm destined for, whether it's great things or not great things. I'm hoping it's great things, but it are, they, you're, we're both destined for great. We're things. both. I still, I still have my anxiety about that, but I would hope that I am destined for great things. Cause I, I said to myself at six years old, I said, the salt, I asked my mother, is salt something that everybody in the world knows? And she said, yes, sodium, because my mom's a nurse. She said, sodium's in most things. So, yes, everyone knows what salt is. And I said, well, mommy, one day I want my name to be as common as salt. I was is six. It? Is that it? That, so you, so that you have perseverance, it. right? I, I, You're going to try I, and persevere? I'm going to persevere, and I'm going to reach that goal. That, as co- that's, my, that's my goal. That's your goal? For my name to be as common as salt. Oh, my goodness. That's my goal. Okay, well, I'm nowhere, my goals are nowhere near that. <laughs> but nonetheless, they still, they still require your goals and your, your ambitions always require sacrifice. And that's something people, a lot of people don't understand. They, they look at, they see you with whatever you have or what you're doing, and they're like, oh, my gosh, I want that too. And they don't understand the amount of sacrifice that you've, you've, you've done for that. Like, you know, when I, when I wanted to be a DJ, I mean, I was practicing you know four hours a day annoying annoying my mother to death you know like four or five hours a day like you know two hours in the morning three hours at night four hours at night but i put that work in you know and then eventually someone paid me to do that you know that was a goal and that was just ambitious ambition just kicking in and some people just they don't know how to i guess work hard are they scared of hard work? Like, are some people just scared of hard work? I think people are afraid of knowing what they're capable of. Is that it? Yeah, I think that, you know, because ambition is associated with things like greed and, uh, you know, power hungry and, you know, wanting that, that like rich lifestyle. You know, it can be. It can but what's be, wrong with not and wanting? The thing is, there's nothing wrong with it. But there are people who aren't willing to push themselves to the limits that they need to push themselves to. Yeah. Which is ambition. Yeah. To see how far they can really go and how high they could really fly. And I think people are generally just afraid to see what they're capable of. I think that's what it is. That's but why they're also a lack they're of afraid ambition. to they're afraid to let other people be what they're capable of as well. Exactly. Like exactly. They hold you back. I mean, you have to cut those toxic people out of your life. I mean, if you. Yeah, you do. I guess. Yeah. If you have any kind of ambition in life and that's what's like that's what's i mean i look at my my marriage now and i'm like there's no way i could have been doing what i'm doing right now like if you were still married if i was still married and it's it sucks because i mean what i'm doing right now is is it's paying the bills you know i'm having a blast i'm having fun and it would have been nice to share that with someone yeah you know but i mean material girl no, didn't have let's ambition. Not, no, no, we're not. 
material girl didn't have ambition. Um, so, <laughs> you know, she was mediocre. Yo, yeah, I said it. Oh my God. You heard me. <laughs> I don't know. Like, if it's, no matter how many times I tell you to leave this girl alone, you I can't. Don't, listen, like, she's wronged yeah. my family. Yeah. <laughs> I will have vengeance. Yo, like, leave the girl. Let her be. Bro. But um, I don't know whether your ambition is big or small, though. It's it's that drive mm-hmm. too. That drive is really really important. Like, it's that push to getting to where you need to get to. It's that willing to, like you said, sacrifice and give of yourself and have that tenacity, have that tenacity. And even that a little bit of Machiavellian in you, like just a little bit willing. How much? Just a scooch. Just a scooch. Just a scooch of Machiavellianism in you. Just a scooch. But yeah, it's, and it's, it's also not letting your anxiety and your fear stand in your way. In anything you do and everything you do, you have to be fearless because if you let fear lead you, your ambitions will fall. Your ambitions will fall apart. So that is the dish of the day. If you guys have any stories about your anxieties, your fears, and your ambitions, please do write into us. We would love to hear these tales. So JR, tell them how they could reach us. Yeah, you can definitely reach us at dish d-y-s-h at daintydish.com that's d-a-i-n-t-y d-y-s-h.com uh you can also check us out on instagram at best of onika and best of jr uh onika what's going on on onikadainty.com couple of blogs a little bit of poetry my journal entries i just wrote a journal entry today on fear so did you i'm going to be posting that shortly soon to come you got a good one on there um, about your mom, though, that I that I really like. My dear mama one, my yeah, letter. Yeah, yeah. I, like that. I like that one. It was I a like class assignment. Was that it? She, yeah, for her, for one of her classes, I had to write a letter, you know, about her and how I feel about her. So it was really cool. It's so funny how you wrote that, but then you write the, the losing my religion one <laughs> as well. Um, so I, I don't know. But yeah, that that's another day. You got you should check it out. Just go to onikadainty.com. Um, on the I guess the my writing page is that where it is? Yeah, my writing page. Okay, yeah, just check you can check some of those that stuff out there. Um, thank you for listening. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a five. We deserve a five. Thank you, thank you. Um, if you're listening to us on YouTube, uh, you know, continue or and subscribe. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. If you're listening to us on any other platform, please subscribe there and leave us some feedback. We would love to get it <laughs> love to hear from you guys love to hear from you uh i think that's it for me all right y'all i hope you enjoyed the dish of the day and you have yourself a very 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 happy hump day <laughs>